Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I've been drinking. I'm a drunk. <laughs> you guys are not really Starting a drunk. Starting right off. <laughs> I'm not really a drunk. But we just watched the New York reunion, and we, of course, were reminded of that clip in Puerto Rico when Bethany said, Dorinda, you're a drunk. And it was unclear if she said, you're a drunk or you're in drunk. That was like the... Yeah, how do you... You're drunk? Like, what? What? how do you... We should it? back up for a second. I have been drinking, and... <laughs> <laughs> that is because we had a guest scheduled. Whitney, you weren't even supposed to be here. I was supposed to record with no, another yeah. guest. And unfortunately, the guest had to cancel at the last minute. It was very stressful. And I, I texted you and I was like, can you make it? Even though you were, again, not supposed to be here. Yeah. And so while you were on your way, I opened like a bottle of wine. And here we are. <laughs> I don't normally I'm like so to... Glad. I don't like to drink. I don't drink much at all anymore, but I don't like to drink and record. Why not? I'm not sure. I'm clear. They often sound the most fun. <laughs> That's because you're a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that a million times tonight, and it's very uh, inappropriate. It is, but uh, asterisks, I believe uh, drinking problems are an area of gray. Continue. I, I know. I should also just mention I was sick all last weekend. I was sick. Oh, right. Yeah, it was in bed. And I was just watching, I was marathoning Smash. <laughs> like, I'd never watched it yeah. before. We'll talk about that another time. Okay. We have a special Can't Monday be. episode. Wink, wink. Woo, woo. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have to talk about something. Before we get into all the housewives, we're going to recap Roni, which was very dark. And I, we're going to try to lighten that all up because I feel like that reunion was so dark. Okay. And we're going to talk about Dallas and a little Orange County. But before we do, we have to talk about something that's coming, and that's the Hills reboot. <sighs> now, at the VMAs, so they announced... On the red carpet, there was like this big reveal. They had all the cast reuniting, which they sort of led up to it as if it was going to be all the cast reunited, but it wasn't. It was like Mm, a slew of them. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. And then it was revealed. There was like a commercial during the VMAs announcing this Hills reboot, which Mm -hmm. is coming. They just said 2019. Oh, it's not this fall? No, I think it's in 2019. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, I'll be excited for a long time. And allegedly, they don't even have the full cast lined up yet. Oh, before they announced it. From what I understand, like what people are telling me in like DMs and stuff, (laughs) is that they have some of the cast members tied down and they maybe started filming a little bit, but they're still trying to get like Brody. I heard somebody messaged me and said they're still trying to go after Brody and his Mm. wife, who's like a blogger. Oh, okay. But they haven't signed on. They like were trying to offer them money. Mm. You broke the news to me. I was driving home from work and Danny texted me just the trailer and I... Trailer's a loose word because it was just like basically that song. It was like a a slowed down version. A bad cover of that song, which I love. And then it was just one line of dialogue. It was Stephanie Pratt saying like... (laughs) We're all getting old. That's weird. Or something something like that, right? Uh, Yes. And I watched it while driving on the 110 here in Los Angeles. So, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know Um, who it was. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know who it was. I was so excited. And I negligently texted you back and was like, is it happening or is it a reboot? Because I didn't want it to be a reboot with new people. But But I think it's it's going to be like a little bit of a mix because... From what I'm hearing, they're hiring other people that weren't involved in the original. So what Us Weekly is reporting, it's like there's going to be two bloggers plus a celebrity. Mm -hmm. But then they just announced that one of those, like maybe the celebrity is like this guy from That's So Raven, which is like seems real. Okay, you texted me that too. And I was like, who? I literally did not know. Can we talk about who we thought it was? I thought it was Willa Ford. Yeah, we thought it was Willa Ford. You thought, yeah, you thought that. Because Because she's a blogger. She's a blogger and she's an interior designer. And I asked her to come on the podcast mm-hmm. and she had told me like we were communicating back and forth. And she said she had a TV project to announce. She wanted to wait until that was announced before she would come on the show. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, it's Willa Ford. And then it was like 
someone from That's So Raven. <laughs> and then you texted me that Nikki Hilton was on the red carpet next to them. Mm. And you were like, what if it's Nikki? And I said, no way. She's like English royalty. She's married to a Rothschild living in London. But what if it's Paris? Because honestly, what is Paris doing? If Paris was on the hills, and I, because she's the same age as a lot of them, I would love it. Like Brody, Paris, Whitney Port, But they don't Stephanie. have Brody yet. I don't but think they're getting Brody. But he'll come around with all is he doing? He's DJing. I, I heard today that they're not getting Brody. Come on, he has all the leverage to ask for the money. I know. Well, maybe he's holding out for the money. Mm. But they have Whitney, which really, well, like when you go back and look at these people, they're the blandest cast that's ever been in TV. Yeah, but we do have <laughs> Heidi and Spencer, who were in their heyday their best villains of all time. So I'm going to pose a terrible question to you: Would you take Mariah in 2018, or would you say no, Mariah, because you can't have her in t- 1997? What are you saying right now? <laughs> like, I don't even know what that sentence like, was. Like, Mariah at her best, like, let's say, like, 1996, 1997, but then she's, you don't even want her at her, like, maybe not so shiny in, like, 2018? Whitney, no, I you want her all the time. I don't support what you're saying. <laughs> you don't support other women. <laughs> <laughs> you're a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting about Heidi and Spencer? I love them actually now, but I remember a time when I was, when we all were collectively, we were all saying, okay, no more. Do you remember yeah. like when tabloids sort of collectively got together and said, we're not going to print any more stories about Heidi and Spencer? No, I missed that. You don't, remember, don't that? remember that? All the blogs were like, we're not going to, I think like E! Online and like a bunch of them. Why? They were just like, we're this over a, them? I hope I'm not making this up. This, I think this was like a thing. They were like, we're not going to, because there was a time when they were trying to get in the tabloid Right, they would news. call the paps, pops, paps. Yeah, and so I think... There was a time when E! Online and like all those places were like, but oh, we're not going to print any stories about them. Why? Just to spite them? It's but weird. I'll tell you what, like I, we had Kristen Cavallari on the show mm-hmm. and when we were having her on the show, I went and listened to Heidi and Spencer's podcast with, Kristen was a guest on it and I was like, they're good. Like they were good. Mm, they were really okay. great. They're like, they have a great podcast. Okay. Yeah. I haven't listened to Sally. And I was like, oh, they're really good. And then of course I was reminded of Heidi's music, which I, I loved her music. Oh her yeah. Music. I never, I remember the one single was like about exercising or something. Body language. Superficial. Body, sure. Sure. I mean, they were, <laughs> she has some good bops and I feel like, you know, I don't know. It was a different time. So I think. People, it was weren't, a different people time. weren't willing to give her a chance in music, but some of her songs, like there's a song called I'll Do It or Body Language was good, Superficial was good. Mm. She has a song called Blackout. She also recorded oh. a song called Fashion before Lady Gaga did Fashion. Mm. Like she has some good songs and I think people just were like, oh, that's, that's awful. Like they just right. weren't willing to give it a chance, but whatever. Here are my memories of them. They were the best supervillains of all time. I welcome them with open arms. Um... I remember that the rumor was that Heidi blew all of her earnings on her music career. Like she put all her yeah, money into it. she paid for it. And then Spencer blew all his money on crystals. And to this day, because now crystals are super trendy, like you can buy them at like Urban Outfitters and He was stuff. ahead of the curve. He was ahead of the curve. And every time I see people buying crystals, I go, don't be like Spencer. Um, In my mind. Yeah. I like them now. I do. I'm I really excited like- to see what's going on with them. Right. Audrina. I don't know. Eh. I wish Audrina's mom was going to be on the show. Her, Audrina's oh, mom right. had that one video. Like, oh my, god. oh my God. One of the most classic videos of all time. Like Audrina's mom a just TMZ. in front of. It was a TMZ. Or no, it was like a Hollywood life. Oh, Hollywood life. Yeah. It was like in front of some, one of those restaurants. Or something. Or something oh probably. my God. It's the best. Like it's like 20 minutes of footage. Of just <laughs> Audrina's mom talking. What's better that or Kelly Dodd outside of like Katsuya going, oh. don't you know who I am? <laughs> Kelly Dodd's giving us some good moments. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so for the Hills reboot, we have Heidi and Spencer are definitely in. Stephanie's in. She was in the trailer, which was shocking to me. But Stephanie's yeah. like a big star overseas. She's right. And that and made, made in Chelsea. Chelsea. And isn't she married to a Brit? So how is that happening? Yeah, so I don't know. Okay. So she'll probably... I wouldn't be surprised if she's the narrator, but I also heard that maybe they'll switch off narration. Mm. I don't know. I think it's still so early, so maybe no one knows anything. Just Justin Bobby's confirmed. Which... I'm so excited. I'm so excited yeah. about Justin and Bobby. Oh my God, what a mess he was. He uh, Whit- Whitney's obviously confirmed. Audrina's confirmed. Frankie was there at the MTV. Which yeah, forgot I, about Frankie for a second. We don't need Frankie. We don't need Frankie. No, Frankie didn't give us but anything. that's okay. Pop in. Jason know. Waller, too, and his wife. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I need Kelly Catrone. I need Kelly Catrone. I need... Um, um, and what's her name? Who's that woman when... Who's Lisa Loeb. Lisa Lo- yeah, Love. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Love. From Teen Vogue, who is not the editor anymore. I mean, what an amazing scene she had when she told Elsie. Lauren didn't go to Paris. 
She's going to always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. So good. So I'm super excited. Uh, and- this made my year. Oh, really? Yeah. I was that excited. I was humming, the rest is still unwritten, like, Look, for a I day. I think it could be awful. I think it could be it could terrible, be. but I also have faith because they did such a good job with the Jersey Shore reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's coming back again. That yep. was fantastic. They did an amazing job. If you didn't watch Jersey Shore, yeah. they did a fantastic job. So I'm confident that they'll do a good job with the hills and they won't screw yeah, it up. totally. But I don't know. You know, there's one unclear question, which is Kristen Cavallari. So she was on the mm. last couple seasons. She took over for LC. In the past few months or past year, she's been in every interview she even said on our show, she wanted to do the Hills reunion. And she had said that Heidi and Spencer had an, a deal elsewhere and that was what was holding it up. Mm. And then she got her show with E. And so it's unclear if she's going to join. I think her show's doing well enough that they're going to probably pick it up. And mm-hmm. I would imagine, this is just me guessing, I would imagine that Kristen comes in for like little cameos or which something. Which I love. Like, look, The Hills could be my mod- my modern soap opera, which is what it was then, and it can be again now. And yeah, I want to see our friends just pop in even for a little bit. Like, the housewives do that too. Friends of, you know. Right. I know that we're just ignoring the fact that LC isn't joining, which we all just figured. But yeah. even if I get just a little bit of her and like Whitney on a play date with her kids, I'll take it. I don't think she'll even do that. Elsie yeah. seems like very averse to all of it. I know. That's okay. Which is upsetting, I think. Yeah. It's upsetting. She's I feel one like, of the weirdest uh, reality stars that there's been. Oh, 100%. percent so strange. Like, she's so bland. And, like, I yeah. I say that as someone who, like, loved watching her. Love. Like, I thought she was fantastic. But one of the most bland people that's ever been on TV. Yes. She doesn't seem like she has any spark in that way. But I think it was just right place at the right time. She was so iconically Southern California at um, Laguna Beach. She was a teenager, emotional crying, the triangle, the love triangle, all the things. You know what I mean? And then we were invested in her. And we wanted to see what happened. Anyway, are you watching Very Cavalier? Okay, so it started off really slow, and then it sort of picked up. It's only been eight episodes, but one of my best friends is on it. Oh, right, right, right. Right, so my friend Mike, who I grew up with, we like we were neighbors when we were kids, and we used to make videos together in like middle school. We would make movies together. And like, Aww. And when I moved out to L.A., my Hills experience was uh-huh. I lived on his couch. Oh! Or not even his couch. I lived on like his floor. Like I moved out to L.A., and I lived on his floor. Until I found a place, and then I found a place in, like, the same building. But he's one of my very best friends. And him and his wife, Taylor, Taylor's on the show. Mm -hmm. And so Taylor signed on to the show. And when she did, that was when, like, her and Mike started getting, like, really serious. And then they got pregnant, and they got married. And so their storyline sort of came in later. And so on the show, we've seen Mike, like, shop for an engagement ring. And in the finale, he proposes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. And wow. a few months ago when I talked about going to a wedding in Nashville, that was yeah, their wedding that I yeah. went to. And Mike's one of my best friends. And he's toured with Luke Bryan. He's a music video director. Awesome. So he's directed some of Luke's like best videos. He's uh, amazing. So I'm super proud of him. And Taylor is the sweetest, kindest, wonderful, most amazing girl. She's so sweet. So mm-hmm. they uh, Taylor's like a main character on the show. And then Mike's sort of like been dipping in and out. Cool. So I interviewed Mike and Taylor together. We talked for like a few minutes. After this, we're going to talk all things Housewives. We're going to get into Bravo. But please enjoy. If you're into Very Cavalry, listen. If not, go ahead and skip out. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't tell people no. to skip out. Well, if they... I actually think everyone should listen. It was a fun convo. Okay, great. Right, so listen, Let's listen. Listen, then we'll talk Housewives. Hey guys, I'm here with Mike and Taylor from Very Cavallari. How are you guys doing? We're good. How you doing, Danny? Yeah, I'm so glad to talk to you guys. I haven't seen you since the wedding. I know, it's so fun that, you, that we get to do this together. And I'm so excited to like watch you guys. I, I finally like binged and caught up with Very Cavallari, and it's really good. <laughs> are you being honest? I'm being I'm being You know, I was. it was a little slow at first for me. But also, yeah. it, I think it's like a different pace than a lot of the reality shows I watch, like I watch a lot of housewives Mm -hmm. and it's just a different pace. But then once I kind of got used to that, I got into it. Yeah. I think the pace definitely picked up after the first couple episodes. And have you guys heard about a season two? There's talk about it. There's nothing official, but they're definitely talking about it because I think they got a lot of good feedback from season one so far, but we haven't heard anything like officially. Yeah. Yeah. Ratings have been good. So hopefully Taylor, did you watch the Hills or Laguna Beach at all? I actually didn't. And when we found out we were doing the show, Shannon and I kind of watched some of the episodes together to kind of 
see what it was all about. And then I got really into it. I kind of like, I think I liked Laguna over the, the hills though. Now, Mike, I know you were really hesitant about filming anything. Were you, what made you sign on? What convinced you? I forced his bitch in. Uh, <laughs> I was hesitant, but just to support Taylor, you know, talking with her family about it. And just, if I wasn't involved in it with her, then I think, I don't know. I just wanted to support her. And, and I think kind of just seeing how they, as we started filming, getting more comfortable with it. You know, I was really afraid of it being like super trash TV and like all this drama, but it actually ended up being really fun to be a part of. So as it went on, we, uh, it was definitely fun to do. Now watching it back, how's it been for you, Taylor, to see all this playing out? Like the whole show in general? I think I'm I'm happy with it. I think like your question, you just asked Mike, it, it honestly wouldn't have made sense for me to have done the show without Mike considering where life went and like, yeah, all that happened because I'm the only person that actually doesn't like I'm freelance technically, you know, for Kristen, like I just model for the company. I don't actually work for Kristen directly. So, or like anything for uncommon James. And so my story is everything I'm doing is with Mike. So like everything that I'm doing on the show, it involves Mike. So it wouldn't have made sense. So, I mean, I'm happy he agreed to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I, I think originally when all the girls had signed up, they were all singles. I remember trying to convince Mike. He was like, oh, I don't want Taylor to do it. And I was like, Mike, you have to do it. It's going to be so good. (laughs) Well, it's funny because, you know, like I do this for a living. So the very first thing I had said on the show was taken totally out of context. So that was like the the scariest thing I was so freaked out about is I know the power of editing. Now, if it goes to a season two and you guys sign on, would you be open to showing more or how do you guys feel about like a potential season two? We, we've been talking about that a lot recently, um, just because the season one is coming to a close. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we don't know, like I said, anything official, but if there is going to be a season two, we've been talking about it a lot because our biggest concern is like, well, do we want to put our daughter on TV? Do we want to keep that separate? How much of our life do we want there, you know, to be shown? So we're still kind of talking about it, but I'm not really sure how to go about it. Mike's on a little different page than me. (laughs) I just think you got to set, I think we just need to set boundaries as far as our daughter. Cause I mean, when you're a year old, all babies kind of look the same. I think, it's pretty harmless in the first year, but right. I think looking down down the road, if like if we if we are involved in the show and it continues to do well and continues to have more seasons, I think we just need to feel it out. I don't know. Honestly, it's a it's a something that neither of us would ever thought we'd be in a situation. So then now that I was here, it's a little. We're just trying to make sure we're making the right decision for our family. So this week is the finale. What do we have to look forward to? Ooh. I think I proposed to Taylor. <laughs> Um, so, I, think, I think I say yes. So literally, like <laughs> Luke, let me fly home. We had we, Luke I was Bryan. To, you work for Luke Bryan. Let's just explain. yeah, I work yeah. for Luke Bryan, and I was we were literally getting ready to go on a two month tour to Australia and Hawaii. So I literally had two days while I was home to figure this out. Um, also, P.S. That ring is beautiful. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you do good. Yeah, thank you. You do good. Okay, so I want to ask you, you mentioned you work for Luke Bryan. What are both of your favorite Luke Bryan songs? Like, Mike, are you sick of all of his music, or do you have a favorite? <laughs> you know, I'm not sick of it. It's, just, it's so fun. Like, still, eight years later, being on tour with him, I have so much fun with the shows. And I still think Country Girl, Shake It For Me. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's my favorite. I mean, when you see Eve comes into that on, on tour, it's like Elvis has entered the building. I just got chills. Like, girls literally freak out, and it's so fun to be a part of being on stage filming it. It, sometimes, it fires you up when you know that you work for somebody and you have a you have a hand in helping someone's success. You know, and Luke, to me, is, you know, like, you're one of my best friends, and you have big brothers. I never had big brothers. Right. I, you know, I always envied you for that. And your brothers, both your brothers are like God's gifts to women. Um, <laughs> and uh, Don't so tell Luke, them that on air. They're going to get cocky. I know, but you know, but like Luke is that uh, brother figure to me. He's the guy I go to for advice. You know, I've lived on his bus for the last seven years and he's, he's my big brother. So it's cool to have your big brother be like this megastar. Taylor, do you, are you a country fan, Taylor? Or do you like, uh, you know, what kind of music are you listening to? Oh, I'm definitely a country fan, but it's, it's actually rare that I get in my car and like blast country unless I'm like stereotype of driving through the country or like the backwoods or something but i listen to rap more than anything and mike hates it yeah i don't mike, hate it mike used to listen to rap by the way in high school and stuff like all the time i i like like tupac rap she likes this new stuff that all sounds the same it does oh. not sound like, I, Danny, you like cardi b come on <laughs> mike you don't like cardi b 
I love I love Cardi B. I I'm like an old soul. I listen to like Brian McKnight and like old '90s R and B. I'm an old man. Yeah, I get it. You guys, thank you so much for doing this. This was a delight. I love you both. Love I love you, you Danny. Come see us soon. Come meet Walker. Hey, Walker might be born on your birthday. I know. Do you guys have an exact date yet? Well, the 22nd, but we feel like she's going to come a little early. So I think, what's your birthday? The 11th? The 9th. The 9th. I get me and my grandma mixed up. I'll, yeah. I'll push for that. I'll yeah, for push that. for the 9th. Cool. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you guys soon. Awesome. Love nice. you, buddy. All right. Love yeah. you guys. Bye. Okay, we need to talk about the Real Houses of New York. Mm-hmm. We need, we need a, we're going to lighten this up. This is how we're doing our best. Okay. <laughs> we're doing our best. I'm because here. this was a dark reunion, wasn't it? It felt like season four flashes to me. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was a lot of ganging up on Bethany and a lot of, it was just a lot of meanness. I felt like there wasn't a lot of lightness to this. But was it deserved? I'm not saying, okay, Whitney, here right off the bat, we need to establish some ground rules. So okay. we need to say that... You're too hard on Bethany. We're gonna let's play a game. We're gonna. Play, How about yeah. you have to? We're gonna let's flip the script. So you okay. have to stick up for Bethany. Okay. You have to be on Team Bethany this episode. Okay. First of all, I just want to say it's not because I'm too hard no, on her. We're you just are gonna... too hard on her. <gasps> you are. Bethany. You're too hard on I her. I get DMs. I get DMs. Oh, and they say I'm too hard on her. Yeah, you're too hard on Bethany. I get them too about me. Mm. Like people are mad that I'm hard on Bethany. Look, it's divided in the country. It's, you know what? That's, you know, that's the thing that I don't like about it. It's not it. like, it's like we're on an island alone with this. I feel like it's really dividing us, and I don't like it. No, it normally this sad. brings us together, you know? Generally. Yeah, I feel like everyone is either Team Bethany or Team Carol, and there's not much in between. And I, I do feel like I'm more in between. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're, Liar! You're a drunk. <laughs> I had it with her. You guys will all see the truth. We'll all see the f***ing truth. Stop it! But I feel like it's dividing us too much, and I don't like it. It's it stresses yeah, me it's, out. Like it's I, stressful. I went on Twitter and I just was looking, and everyone like the people that are Team Bethany, they're super Team Bethany, and it's like, you know, they don't see the other side, and yeah. the people that are Team Carol, they do not see the other side either, and it's yeah. like it's scaring me. I don't like it. Okay, so we're gonna play both sides. So we're play both sides. Okay, so you're Team Carol, I'm Team Bethany. Go. Oh, that's where. So you better do. I don't know if you could do this. I'll you try. Hate. I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> hey, I'm a very good like. On the other hand, person. In yeah, life, we have so to fine. be better, you know, because yeah. we have to see these from all. We're sides. gonna put ourselves in each other's shoes, you know. So we open the reunion where they're all sort of describing what the reunion's like, and it just made me laugh so hard. So Bethany said it's like the Game of Thrones, and then Carol said it's torture, and I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> It's like well, you gr- don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, but it's like a group of six women sitting down to talk about their dinner parties. Like the fact that right. we're describing it as like torture. <laughs> well, just so you know, the Game of Thrones reference that Bethany gave was that uh, she's basically like the baddest, most hated bitch that will conquer all and win. Oh, so Bethany's basically flossing, as they say, and is like, yeah, I'm Queen B. I tried with Game of Thrones and it was... Too much for me. Ooh, you're I really tried. Well, and I respect it. I respect people that like okay. it. It was just, I think I was like not smart enough to watch no. it. No. Because I tried to watch the first season. It was like so confusing. I was like, who's fam? Which yeah, family? Yeah, you do have to just like follow. You have to follow. Anyway, Ramona was on the phone with Mario, which they never explained. Shocking. No, I need to know what's going on with the bruise. Why does she have a bruise on her the, face? The bruise and the Mario call. Like I didn't know what was happening. Why was that not the first question asked? Yeah, and then they're all sort of coming out one by one. Carol came out and she yelled, Dream Team. And I know I'm supposed to be Team Carol right now, but that bugged me when she said, Dream Team. Because okay. I thought of Yol- Yolanda. Yolanda, the- that's exactly what I thought of. She's the Dream Team. She's the Dream Team. Yolanda, with those no cards. Yolanda, Vanderpump, and Brandy. That's the mm-hmm. Dream Team. That's the Dream Team. Yeah, I don't like when these housewives try to steal other housewives' terms. Mm. Like, could you imagine if all of a sudden Dorinda was like, you know, he got his dick sucked at the round? <laughs> Like, like, I would be so pissed if Dorinda started stealing, like, would Leanne's Would you? Because I would love to hear Dorinda say that. Maybe Especially, like, like, two drinks in. Let's yeah, get maybe. it. <laughs> you know, it's got to lose the And then it's got And it's like, it's like, sucked dick. so good. That was my Dorinda. That was good. That's that good. good. That was good. I felt like that was wow, good. Wow. I need that laugh today. And it's like, uh, 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 suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't like them using each other's terms. So that did bug me a little bit. Okay. And then, yeah, Ramona's bruise. 
Andy said to Ramona, you're not wearing Ramona blue, you're wearing, and Ramona said, I'm wearing glitter gold. (laughs) And he's like, oh, is that anything? She said, it exists now. (laughs) Ramona should like create an eye palette (laughs) with all the names. Yes. Ramona's Crayola crayons. (laughs) Exactly. That would be amazing. I'd buy that. Uh, Then there was a moment where Carol's phone rang and this did bug me a little bit. And this was no, this was nothing against Carol or Bethany. This was against Andy, who I know Andy's our leader. <laughs> I know we're our not deity. Supposed, right. But it was like, as a, a host, like Andy should have just redid that segment, right? It was like, so weird. It seemed a little shady. It was like, I didn't, I didn't know why they kept that in. Yeah. Because, oh, oh, wait, I'm team Bethany. I mean, that bitch should have just had her phone off. Okay. Yeah. Better. We were better working. You're a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop saying that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Andy was like introducing. He said Luann's not here, and she he was saying about how she's in rehab or whatever. And then Carol's phone rang, and then he gave her like the dirtiest look. And yeah, I just thought like the res- the, the actual respectable thing to do would have been to re-record that narration, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It was like any other show would have had to re-record. It was weird. That. It was weird. That's my opinion. <laughs> there was like a long thing about Tinsley's new hair, which. I was so confused. Yeah. It looks exactly the fucking same, except it doesn't have those curls, and now I'm drunk. <laughs> we also, I know, we also got a big bit about Sonia being a vegan, sometimes pescatarian, which we saw during the season, too, when she was talking about being yeah, a vegan. Yeah, but this time she said, when you eat vegetables, you're not a vegan. <laughs> I don't know if she meant, like, a no. raw... Uh, no, there's no... You all, Everyone eats vegetables. <laughs> Sonia's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> And no cash. No. <laughs> no, she's got that rental income. I know. Sonia looked better than ever. That was a look. Like, that's the thing. Sonia, while, like, she doesn't do, like, to- in my opinion, she doesn't make total fashion fails. She's just a little, like, neutral. Oh, but I thought she looks. I think this actually. Was, no, but this was a full look. This was a choice. This was a styled moment. Right. I loved the hair. I loved the color. I loved the little crown-ish, like, hair insert. The makeup was flawless. Her legs Bardot. looked amazing. It was so good. So yeah, good. I thought. Best they, I actually thought they all looked amazing. They did. They really but did. Sonia in particular was, like, show-stoppingly hot. Yeah. Like, oh, the, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't ready to go straight, but I was close. <laughs> Um, and then speaking of fashion, there was like a fant- uh, fashion montage. Loved that. Which was so, so funny. There was that amazing scene, which one of my favorite Bethany scenes ever, like was when they were all at that party and they were dressed like insane. And Bethany's <laughs> confessional was like, what the fuck is Lou wearing? What the fuck is Carol wearing? It's so funny. Because they really were wearing like very bizarre outfits for all of their person. Like it's not, they were all outside of their own personal style. It was right, very like who weird. Who the fuck styled that party? I don't know. It was strange. <laughs> Looking back, my favorite was Lou's. Like, I, Okay, but I will say in defense of Lou, her hair looked great in a braid. Oh. I thought so. It made her look like 10 years younger. But those outfits were so, like Lou's, Lou's outfits. She Whenever looked like one of those Muppets. Were, did you see yeah. the Muppet movie? You remember the end when they did those like, Menomina. Oh. Yeah, I no, felt that like Lou was stuck in my head all day long. Well, I felt like Lou, Lou was ready to be like, Menomina. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Menomina. <laughs> I need a second. Uh, I'm sweating. Uh, yeah, so that fashion montage was great. And then uh, we also saw Dorinda's Gaga dress, which was mm-hmm. amazing. The, by the NSL people. I love that whoever that guy was that was putting her in it was like, she's winking at us. Right. <laughs> she's like going to be winking. <laughs> so good. I mean, also, that was the first episode. And I just was thinking back, like, we've seen so much this season. Like, they've literally given so us so much, much. And I'm so glad. So oh, glad. I I, I'm going to miss it. We only have two more episodes. Andy asked if he heard, if Dorinda heard from Gaga and she said she heard from her mom at church. Uh, shocked. Huh? I, like, I mean, what? I know New York can be a small town, but like, huh? Yeah. Then we got into Jill and mm. a lot of the women, Ramona in particular, were saying that it was opportunistic of Bethany to reconnect with Jill on mm-hmm, camera. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, we weren't filming at Jill's funeral but you were filming at Jill's funeral. And then Bethany said, yeah, exactly. Like you weren't filming. I was, Mm -hmm. um, yours. What do you think? (laughs) Um, in character, I think, uh, you know, it was Bethany's choice to film. It sounds like all the ladies, you know, they give authorization when they want to film or not relatively. And she wanted to have it filmed. And, 
you know, she's a storyteller. She knew that people it's wanted to see. TV. Yeah, it's the job she and knew. And Andy stuck up for her. He said, you know, yeah, we wanted to we see wanted it. We wanted to see it. Yeah, I think she knew exactly what she was doing. Um, Wait, and- let me interrupt you. Mm-hmm. There was a flashback at this time to season three, <laughs> which season three is the best New yeah, York season yeah, of yeah. all time. I encourage everyone to watch it. But, and this is neither here nor there in the conversation about whether or not Bethany should have been filming at Jill's funeral, but I loved seeing the season three flashback of Ramona and Luann's haircuts. Oh, yes. <laughs> During the kind of Jill-Bethany intervention. Yeah, like the, yeah. Ramona was trying to get Jill and Bethany to make up, and then uh, Luann was tr- like not letting that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got in the way. Ooh, that was good. So, Carol, Team Carol, what is your take on Bethany filming at the funeral? Well, you know what's interesting to me is like before the season started, when we got that trailer and we saw that little tiny moment of Bethany at Jill's funeral and we saw Bethany and Jill connecting, I felt like everyone was like, how could Bethany do that, right? Like, how Mm -hmm. could that happen? And then I feel like now for some, I don't know what happened, but I feel like public whatever discourse is like, oh yeah, that was great. Mm -hmm. And it is like kind of weird that that was filmed. It was weird to me that that was filmed because the other girls like Dorinda, Ramona, they were filmed in the cars going to the funeral, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we both understand TV. Like those could have been filmed another time, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. we didn't see them act actually at the funeral. The only person we saw at the actual funeral yeah. was Bethany. Mm-hmm. And so I think there must have been some discussion about that. Like they had to yeah. have talked about that. And so I think back, like, let's talk about when Bobby passed away and production was going to these women. I'm sure they went to all the women and were like, hey, are you, do you going? Want to film this? Yeah, exactly. And they even probably went to Jill and said, hey, can we film here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so all of this had to be approved. And from what I can see on TV, the only person that gave permission to film at the funeral was Jill, Jill mm-hmm, did, mm-hmm. and Bethany. Mm-hmm. So there's something interesting there. And I, I, I just, I still think it was weird. And do you remember even at the time that episode when, Jill was like, I'm alone now. And Bethany's like, I'm alone too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's, come on. So you think it was... Uh, I don't think they should have filmed that. Up. Okay, yeah. I love seeing it as yeah. a viewer. I'm like, oh, I love that shit. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I will say, you know how uh, there's sort of like this internet meme-ish of like when people are taking photos at inappropriate times, like at funerals, they're taking selfies. You know, it's kind of in that same realm. Like, can we just draw the line and not see... But you know, it's also, granted, they weren't inside, yeah. but like, know, let's just and keep Ramona sort of said at the reunion, she said, oh, we, I saw you talking and then you went off and then the cameras filmed, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, I don't know. I'd be, I don't know. It was, it's very curious to me. Yeah. It's curious. I am still excited though. But I love I, seeing it. Yeah. I'm hopeful that Jill will be back. Me too. I think Especially we, now that Jill's dating a Ramona ex. And Jill was such a large... Zion portion i know that's crazy so but good. jill was such a large portion of this reunion that i'm like we need jill's side yeah why didn't we get a phoner well and uh, bethany kept saying like you know you don't it doesn't matter how you felt about it ramona or dorinda or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it only matters what jill felt about it and jill was okay with it and mm-hmm. part of me and this is cynical Your team Carol? i know this is cynical but part of me was like well of course jill was okay with it because she wants to get back on this tv show and team bethany says so what so what if she does? I know. Good for her. Um, we also had a lot. We we sort of skipped past this, but uh, there was a large <laughs> discussion about Luann's blackface. Uh, <laughs> now, I think Team Bethany can float into neutral on this. So I'm going to just say blackface is always wrong. And if you have to question whether or not it was blackface, don't do it. Well, I think like this proved that we need a woman of color on this well, series. Fuck yes, <laughs> we sorry. Need a, we need a woman of color on this. Franchise. I'm still calling for Kenya Moore. She's living in Brooklyn. Let's great. get it back. Let's get her. Great. Oh, so speaking of Bethany and Jill, they haven't spoken since. Mm-hmm. Like they've texted a little bit. Yeah. It was revealed. Uh, and it's revealed that Jill's dating someone who used to date Ramona, which again, I'm like, how many people live in New York? How many men are there? I don't know. I thought it's more, yeah, isn't it some crazy number? Like there's two men for every one woman or something depressing. This was the point in the reunion where I was like, it's everyone, it feels like everyone's against Bethany. And I don't like any reunion, even though I'm supposed to be Team Carol, I don't like any reunion where it's like everyone against one person. Yeah, we're getting too much of a theme then. It yeah. gets too dark. And I feel like no one's able to make their points clearly because it right. just feels like a gang up. Yeah. And it felt like a gang up to Bethany. Okay. Well, other side, some air needed to be cleaned. 
Some what did you just say? Some air. <laughs> some air. <laughs> you're drunk. You're a drunk. I was. I'm now switching sides because you switch sides. Some air needed to be cleared. Okay. Bethany okay. needed to be held accountable for some things. There was, there was wonderful flashbacks, though. We were talking about doing a lot of like Ramona Beth versus Bethany fights, and they did a lot of flashbacks. They did Bethany oh, and Ramona on the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge, Bridge, which is iconic. I mean, that iconic. scene from season three is amazing. So good. Beth, uh, Ramona said to Bethany, like, Jason's probably going to leave you too. And then she doubled down on the couch tonight and was like, yeah. And he did. And yeah, you still don't have any friends. Right. So I was right. Let's just be clear. Jason was the worst human being that's ever been on TV or in life. Now it seems very clear. He's psychotic. Yeah. He was like the worst. Yeah. I hate Jason. Yeah. Especially after I watched that. (laughs) Rewatched her spinoffs. Ramona was going really hard at this reunion. I wondered how much of it was like Ramona actually feeling this way versus Ramona being on the end of the couch and was like, oh, I need to save my spot for next season. I will say one thing about Ramona. I don't think she's as in neutral as, let's say, a Vicky Gumbelson who just really genuinely feels like she's the center of the show and will be back every year. But Ramona is someone that like kind of doesn't have a filter. So I think when she reacts like that kind of like eye popping manicness is her pure true feelings. And I don't think it's a put on it to me. It does not read that way. No, I don't think so either. And when I was watching her sort of go in on Bethany, I thought, wow, that's like 10 years of pent up shit that has never been resolved. It's blown up at times, but like she's never really gotten through to Bethany and she's hurt by that and she's frustrated and she just let it all out right but Ramona doesn't, doesn't do a good job of like expressing her feelings it's all yeah, comes it comes true. out wrong like the delivery yeah. is wrong mm-hmm. she's not the best communicator also like with all of them sort of yelling they were all like yelling at Bethany at one point which actually I will stick up for Carol and say that she did a good job of sort of keeping quiet mm-hmm. it was mostly like Dorinda Dorinda was pissed. it was Dorinda and Ramona going against yeah. Bethany mostly for this yeah. reunion and they were just yelling things like baloney <laughs> I mean, honestly, like maybe there's people still eating bologna. I've been a pescatarian for like 10 years, but um, I've Whitney, never thought about, about bologna so much. <laughs> this is not about that. <laughs> oh, like, I didn't know people still eat bologna. Like, r- I've real never, talk. I've never eaten bologna. In fact. Never? I tried it once when I was a kid and I didn't like it. Oh my God. But yeah, they shocking. were all sort of just like shouting things. They were like, you did bologna in jeans. And it was like. Giovanni. Giovanni. It was just a lot. And then Ramona, like every time she starts to make a point, like she started to almost sort of like get a point across and then she's like in you with your fake tits. And it's yeah, like, Ramona, you have fake tits too. Bad. But can we narrow in on what Ramona's point was? Because that's, that's what we should be here to help her with. <laughs> Is that I think she ultimately was trying to say. Uh, the road goes both ways. You, Bethany can't sit here on TV, promote her brand, brand, brand. I'm just summarizing okay. Ramona. She can't promote her multiple brands and then at the same time criticize someone for constantly having her brand on. She's been doing this for 10 years. Like, you can't come at me with that ammo. It doesn't stick. And that, what I think, was her whole point. And Bethany refused to even concede for a minute about that. So then it became into, you don't support women, you don't support me, you're being a bitch to me, whatever. But I think the ultimate thing is, like, you know, Bethany's controlling this. Sh- Ramona feels Bethany's controlling the show and that she's dictating sort of what's what's cor- like correct versus not correct. And it doesn't sit right with Ramona. And I, I think I just, it's okay. I really miss Lou. I She's know. the glue that holds us together. Greggy Bennett said that on Twitter, like, oh, you know, friend of yeah, the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greggy's the best. But he said, Lou is the glue that holds us together. Yeah. And I really feel that, like, we miss glue. There was something, we miss Lou. Glue, <laughs> glue, <laughs> Lou. <laughs> You're a drunk. <laughs> but we didn't, I miss Lou here. I felt like we missed some a lightness. And Tinsley's very light, and uh-huh. Tinsley didn't speak five words at this well, point. Well, she's not the most articulate, and she doesn't really. I know, but we needed. Dig in. I needed Tinsley to like jump in. Stop touching that. I needed Tinsley to jump in with something like light. No, I know. Yeah, she was quite you know? silent. But uh, I, uh, sorry, just to wrap up the Rona thing. She made valid points, and it's worth discussing. Her delivery was terrible. Her delivery was terrible. Uh, okay. Then we cut to a Dorinda clip package, which was the darkest thing, I, thing I've seen on television Ugh. of all time. Ugh. I mean, it was like rough. It was like we saw Dorinda stuffing her face into a lit cake. <laughs> <laughs> so good. We saw her being mean to people drunk. We saw her apologizing to people mm-hmm. after being mean to them drunk. We saw her mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico being a drunk. Mm-hmm. It was like everything... It was bad. Like, there's no way that you could yeah. see it. And it was like, she 
she would black out and she even admitted on the couch, like she, she didn't remember. Bethany said like, oh, you apologized to the wrong person in Puerto Rico. And Dorina was yeah. like, I didn't even, how could I remember? And I'm like, you shouldn't. Get, There's a difference like, between drunk and black. You know, we're joking. I'm joking and I shouldn't be joking like that, but we're joking about being drunk. And it's like, no, but no, I'm not, well, I'm not blacked out. We're right having now. the same discussion that they had. Right. You're joking that a drunk versus we are drunk. I'm a little buzzing right now. There's nothing wrong right, with that. I've had, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm using it responsibly. I won't be driving. I'm not binging on it, like et cetera. I'm not using it as some other outlet. So that's cool. But like. And I'm on my second glass of wine and I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not going after people like the way that she does. Right. Like you don't turn into a monster. You're not Jackal and Hyde. Right. Jackal? I'll go, pa- I'll go Whatever. watch an episode of Smash and pass out. Great. Cool. And that's what you, you know, that's not the healthy, it's, it's a fine relationship with the alcohol. And I think, you know, okay, I'm going to be team Bethany again, but you know, she's on a reality show. So she's judging what she sees. She's calling it. She sees it, you know? So maybe at one point in time, she felt like she did need to call Ramona a drunk. And then it's like, Bethany, what do you, Giovanni, drunk. Okay. So since you're drunk, I'm going to do team Carol too. Team Carol though, like, you know, it's up to the own per- it's up to the own individual person to decide what their label is. In my opinion, because being quote unquote an alcoholic, there's a lot of gray area in there, and I think kind of what Dorinda was trying to say, which was like maybe I had a period where I was quote unquote abusing it, but that does not make me an alcoholic. An alcoholic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, but seeing that, I'm clip- playing both sides, and you're just over here I drunk. Know. I'm a drunk. Uh. <laughs> I'm not really drunk. Literally, I drink once a month. You're drunk? Or not drunk? even a month. I, I not don't even. know. Uh, anyway, the, that whole clip package was just... There was also a bombshell. I don't know if you caught this, but Bethany said, she's like, I've talked to you in the morning, Dorinda, and you've been drunk. Yeah. And then Dorinda went back and was like, well, I've talked to you and you seemed out of it. It was... And there's some like... I don't know. You guys can look on the blogs and stuff, but there's some like some other stuff being alleged this week. I don't know. If, have you seen it? There's been some like stuff, but... Everyone can look that all up. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to say like I'm saying it, but. Okay. You know, it's just, I feel like those were bombshells. And it's, it's sort a of, big accusation to accuse someone of being a substance, having an abusive relationship with the substance. Period. Right. If you know? like they sort of just skirted past it. Like, yeah. oh, you, I talked to you when you're drunk in the morning. And I was well, like, oh. Well, you know, I think that's where you get into litigi- litigious territory. I don't know that I've ever been drunk in the morning except for like college or. College when I stayed up like till six in the morning? A vacation or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know. Ah. I know. So that was the episode. It was really dark. Again, I. I don't know. I, I'm having trouble with the reunion. The, I feel like the reunion's not as fun as the season. Yeah, normally the New York reunions are really fun. They're one of the funniest um, franchises. Uh, but but you know what? Get- I think we just, like the nation, we're going through some changes and we need to reflect, okay? Yeah, so I want to quickly touch on Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to just quickly touch on it. And okay. then we're going to get a little deeper into Orange County, or mm-hmm. into Dallas, I mean. But on Orange County, the only thing of note was the milkman. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... I love this milkman. Again, I'm not very excited, but something about Orange County feels so off to me. I just, I, it yeah. almost feels like a chore to watch it. I've told you that. I'm I like, know. I don't even want to watch it. I watched it in the background. You had texted me that you didn't even want to watch it. So I, I assumed kind of you had not watched it. So then I texted you saying, actually, the only you need to watch it just for the milkman's thighs. It, like, even I put it on and I was like, oh, I don't really give a shit. Like, it just so, but then and I, I don't know why exactly, because I feel, I, I actually think the new girls are good, but something about their connection with the old girls, it feels false. Yeah. And so I just, I feel like I just don't care. And I, maybe it's also because last season was so bad that I, it, they lost me or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this season, it's like, I feel like there's moments of greatness, but I just could give two shits. And yeah. I, I it, it, this You're is the first, in. this is the first franchise and the first season where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to watch it. That's not true. And but I, again, okay. I, I've said that. I know. I say that every, <laughs> every season of a new franchise. I'm like, I'm but, not interested. But the but milkman was great. But can we talk about his thighs? Did you see him in those shorts? I know you're into right. like thighs. Oh, you know I love a thigh. He had the, also the most intense calves I've ever seen. Oh my God. And like he was rocking like short and tight enough shorts that he didn't pull them down when he Kelly gets out. We're talking about Kelly Dodds on again, off again, sex partner. Yes. I believe she said like we ha- we don't have anything but sex because- They have butt sex? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> Do you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> I've never said bazinga in my entire life. 
That was the first time. Did you? Were you recording? Were yes, we recording? That was the first time I've ever said bazinga. Good God! I just heard that <laughs> Big Bang Theory got canceled today, oh, and so I was finally like, canceled. Know, not just bazinga. like bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> You're a drunk. <laughs> I need to stop. Anyway, yeah, his whole that whole scene with the milkman was so amazing. I mean, they were he talking deli- about food to order. I'm there. He delivers milk for a living because he's an artisanal milkmaker. Like, what was it about that where I was like, I'm turned on? <laughs> were you picturing him milking a cow? No, I don't know what it was, but I was like, I, and also, I don't support men wearing shorts. Like, I know I'm wearing. Oh, shorts you don't? Right now. No, I. But on like a date or something, or on camera, oh, I'm okay with it. As long as they're not cargos, I have oh a God. strict no cargo uh, policy. I also have a thing about men wearing sandals. Like men, me too. And I have I have really cute feet. No offense oh. to everyone who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. No offense to those of you out there that don't. But I have really cute feet. But I even I still think that men shouldn't wear. We shouldn't see men's toes. I because I think ninety nine percent of men have disgusting feet. I just don't think feet exposed toes are impro- are appropriate anywhere outside of a pool or beach. That's my own opinion. No, the only place you should have it is a pool or beach. There's no. Yeah. I when I see men in sandals like at the gym, but I'm, or I'm the men or women store or whatever. I, I don't like sandals for women. Oh really? Uh, like controversial pops. statement. Yeah, it is controversial. If you do like a sandal heel where it's like a cocktail, I'll take it. But I don't like toes. I don't like seeing your toes. Men's, I don't like seeing your manicure, pedicure. But Whitney, Whitney, men's feet are disgusting. No, I know. Like, I I'm straight. Feet. And all my toes. Wait, just look. My toes are. Oh, all, your feet are cute. Let's get that on record. Wow. <laughs> I. But all my toes, like they sort of line. Yeah. Whatever. I hate my Most toes. Most men have like one. Like, uh, like the fourth toe goes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like they don't cut their nails properly, yeah. and everything's like they're just disgusting. And so I think men shouldn't be wearing anything <laughs> exposing the toe. Okay, but what's wrong with the shorts? Shorts, I feel the same. I feel similarly about. It. I feel like on a date or on camera, but you it's get okay if you're see, going to the beach. You get to see that nice muscle Let right me there. Be above surprised. The knee. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Save that for the boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I want to be exposed to that thigh. He also was very handsome in the he face. Was, he was cute. He was mm-hmm. like very handsome, but like just, he was just, he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like he was amazing. His hair was great. They were talking about yes, their dates. I was into it. I felt like his speech pattern was like one beat behind. You uh, know what I mean? A like little it was slow. Like, it was just like one, everything he was saying yeah. was just like one beat behind. Look, he's living the farm life. He's on a different time, you know? Like he's right. I also was like checking at his wrists, and he had one oh. wrist had like a watch, and I think it was three string bracelets. Oh, and then the other hand had like a pink cause band. No, you know, like a, I don't know what, maybe uh, breast cancer or something. Uh, okay, uh-huh. um, but he was supporting a cause on the left hand, <laughs> which plus <laughs> check. <laughs> it was also revealed that he ate Mexican food three days in a row in Vegas, which I'm into. That's my lifestyle. Great, been there. Let's do it. Been there, done that. <laughs> Hit me. Up, man, his whole Mexican food, like when he kept talking about soliloquies. Yeah. Oh my god, it was like that. We need to like so get good. that. We need to write down like what that whole thing was because it was like insane. Also, the, when you have a moment where Kelly Dodd feels like she's the more articulate person in the scenario, it's an <laughs> interesting. I know she seemed situation. like a Mensa member. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, he didn't seem that dumb, but yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I loved it. That and was the only. That's scene that, all for OC. Bye. I know. Bye. <laughs> it was also revealed that David was like maybe going to pay three oh, thirty thousand a dark. month, but then he like reduced to. 22,500 or something. Which I did the math immediately. I know. It was a lot. But but Orange County is just like, ugh. No, let's not even talk about it. And I hate to, again, I know people like Orange County, so like I don't want to sit and and I I don't want to like sit and hate on it, but it's just not good. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Next. I'll be honest. It's just not good. Uh, Noted. You know what? So did you see the ratings for last week? No. So like the Orange County ratings are good and the Mm. Dallas ratings are like, in the basement. <gasps> but Dallas is so good. I know, and Dallas is so good, Whitney. And I'm uh, like, why is everyone watching? Or- I mean, they have so many good characters. They have the characters on a New York City level, it's, a Potomac it's so level, fresh. an Atlanta level. Like, let's get it going. And it's so fresh. Yeah. I mean, it's these women are great. And so we're not going to go super deep, but there's two things I want to talk about in Dallas. The first which I is one of my favorite moments that Dallas has ever produced. It's Stephanie revealing that she was depressed. Mm. She was suicidal in the past. Mm-hmm. She got a bottle of pills 
like after a, a situation with a boyfriend, she took a bottle of pills and mm-hmm. she wanted to end her life and she took a bunch of pills. And then right after she took them, she went, she was living with her parents at the time, or maybe it was just her mom, but maybe it was both parents, but th- she went to her mom and said, Hey, I just did this. Mm-hmm. And then they called the ambulance and of course she was okay. But she revealed that to Leanne at one point at that anniversary party. And then she talked about it further with her mom again and I just thought Stephanie is someone who, so far, we've only seen surface level Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of my complaints with Stephanie. Like, I I never really, like, hooked into Stephanie, right? Yeah, like, last year she was showing us, like, you know, she was struggling with a learning, maybe, disability, an undiagnosed learning disability of her child. Um so she was, you know, trying to give us some meat, but she never felt connected to emotions. And yeah, in this scene, she felt like a fully fleshed out human. She was having real emotions. And by the way, if you are having suicidal thoughts, please contact help. Yeah, National, talk to a professional. Contact the crisis text line. Yeah, talk to someone. Talk to someone. Reach out, please. Yeah, but it was just so refreshing to see her open up because not only was it amazing to see this... On a reality TV show, we want to see the real person behind it, right? Like, yeah, that's it what was amazing for. to see a some a real human emotion that mm-hmm. we've all not all, but a lot of us have related to. Mm-hmm. But it was also great to see Stephanie open up in a way that we haven't seen from her before. Yeah, because I feel like in the past we've seen Stephanie a lot with Brandy. We saw that whole relationship mm-hmm. sort of you know dissolve and then come back together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was just great. I, I salute anyone that's willing to open up about depression or anxiety 100%. on TV because it's like. That it's so hard to talk about with anyone. The mm-hmm, fact that you're mm-hmm. able to talk about it in front of cameras and for millions of people to watch, mm-hmm. I just salute that. And it made yeah, me just you're love helping Stephanie people. so much. In I, some way, you're helping people right? by I doing mean, that. It's how many great. people were watching tonight and were like, "Oh my god, I went through that." Yeah, and if they, and it made them I've feel said this better. before on earlier episodes, but if you can't find that person in your life. And maybe you don't watch, you know, documentaries about mental health or whatever, but you watch the show and this is when it hit you and this is what reached you. Awesome. That's so great. Right. right. I mean, we both struggled with depression and anxiety before. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I, I don't know, I'm watching it. It's just, it really touched me. I cried. I really cried. Mm, yeah. I cried with I'm, a I'm lot of things. I'm proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like Stephanie. I was like, oh my God, good job, girl. And Leanne too was open about her struggles too, yeah. but she's been open in the past. So we like knew yeah. a little bit of her story. Uh, and then the other main thing that I loved from this episode was a scene between Deandra and Dee. Oof, it was right? wild. I mean, it was like, I think that was one of the best scenes I've ever seen in Housewife history. Again, very real. Like, right. so real. Also a dynamic that we don't see often on the Housewives, the mother-daughter. You know, we, we'll see moms pop in or out, but this was so entrenched with, like, long-standing history. Like, you could tell there was tension there for like a long working, time. It's it like was, working. We've been working together oh, for years. Layers. And it's like uh, Deandra was saying she started her business, but it was, like, only started because of the connection with Dee's mm-hmm. company, which Dee started herself. And then Dee is jealous of Deandra's looks. Oh, my God. The jealousy so was insane. Like, confused. that was, I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I clutched my pearls. Uh, my like, mouth was agape. It was jar. like, oh, Whatever. you're, je-. she was like, oh, sometimes mothers and daughters are jealous of each other. And like, and then she's like, you know, we're both good looking. Like, you're beautiful and I'm 77 and I'm t- not too bad. And like, maybe you're jealous of me. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, this is a... Because that, that's not like a housewife to housewife, right? Like, no. that's mother to daughter. That was weird. It's crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. And I'm endlessly fascinated, too, by, like, family dynamics in a workplace. Because mm-hmm. you because, have that in your family, right? Right. My family has a company, and, like, they all work for the company. Uh-huh. And I used to, too, when I was younger and stuff. But uh, my dad started a business, and, like, my brothers worked there. And I feel like the family dynamics of a of a family company. It's nuts. And like Deandra was saying, like my mom controls me with my retirement fund and, Ooh. and my company. And it was like, Oh my God, like this is juicy. Yeah. I just yeah. thought like, I can't that, wait to see what happens. I know it was just, that's, that stuff is so good. And that's what Dallas is giving us. And it's like, we're not seeing, we don't see that in other franchises. That's like a uniquely no, yeah. thing that we're getting in Dallas. And totally. it's just so good. I love Dallas. And if I mean, people wh- and watching, also where else have we seen someone adopt a baby? No, I loved it. I was worried about the third year slump because, you know, I love mm. Miami season two so mm-hmm, much. And mm-hmm. then season three, it was a flop. <laughs> but I was worried that Dallas would come back and it would be bad, but it's great. I don't think so. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be good. And it's been good the past two episodes. Like the second episode really cemented it for me. I was like, this shit is good. Mm-hmm. I like it. Because, they're, I mean, they pushed them to do real things like Stephanie talking about her depression and anxiety. Like mm-hmm. that's the producers got them to open up in a way that. 
some of the other franchises like Beverly Hills or something like they're closed down because right. they're just yeah they were concerned about their image there. and that's why it's boring right and these people still feel fresh in our lives like we don't know everything about these women yet yeah right and they're still giving us and showing us who they are like Love it. we're seeing shades of Deandra Deandra or shades <laughs> of Cameron even it's like we just uh-huh. met these two last season and yeah. it's like, we're getting to know them and I love that. Yeah, I love it. And they have a good connection with the women. It's not like Orange County or it's like right. these new girls. Seem yeah, to yeah. No there, there were true relationships. Ah, <sighs> oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, uh, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Whitney, wow. That's it. That's our housewives for the week. (laughs) Stories. We went in. We went in. So next, on Monday, we have a special pop dive. It's, it's, I'm excited. It's a special pop dive. We have an interview with like a a celeb interview. (laughs) And the pop dives have been so fun. The Mariah pop dive, I want to just mention, like, I love doing that one. I've heard so much great response. And there's a a podcast called Mariah Report, which I heard, uh, like I learned about after we did that pop dive. And I went, I like just kind of like dipped my toe in, but Uh they like, they deep dive Mariah, but like on a, on a amazing level where it's like they, they'll take one little Mariah thing and they'll like go deep on it. Ooh. Oh my God, it's called the Mariah Report. So I'm getting ready to dive in. So I'm just, I want to okay, encourage everyone. If you were into the Mariah pop dive, like go there. And we have so many pop dives. Oh, I want to say that we have a Hills pop dive coming. Yay! So everyone's been asking about like a Hills and a Laguna Beach pop dive. Yes, two of my favorite shows. Of <laughs> I all promise time. they're coming. The Hills will be at the end of September, early October. Oh. Because there's a reason why. You know why. I can't tell people, oh, but yeah. there's a reason why. We're waiting. But so stop asking me about a Hills pop dive. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's everyone. Coming. I love all the DMs. Uh, what else? <laughs> I want to tell everyone, follow me on social media, at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, we have an everything kind of group. Please join the group. Uh, what else? Whitney, please rate and review us on iTunes if you like it. And I, if you want to support this podcast, please head on over to Patreon. And we're doing, uh, I, I'm doing, I shouldn't say we're doing, I'm doing Real House of New York recaps of season one and two. I've done all of season one. I'm doing season two for $4 or more per month on Patreon. You get access to all of that. And then that money is just going to help to support this podcast. So it's really helpful to make it. And we're doing about two bonus episodes a month. So that's like what it's coming out to right now. I want to thank Samson Technology for sponsoring the show. I want to thank you, Whitney, for producing. Thanks. And Acast. 
Oh, let's let's slow it down, Whitney. Oh, okay. I okay. love this. Mm-hmm. So let's just breathe in. This is what we do at my Barry's boot camp class. <laughs> breathe in. Now breathe in again. Hold it. Now think of something that you are proud of today. Breathe out. Breathe in one more time. Tell you something. Tell yourself something that you like about yourself. Just internally. Breathe out. Breathe in one more time. Think of something that you were holding on to. Let it go. Breathe out. Well, here we are. I want to thank you all for listening. I love you all so much. Good night. I'm going to go finish this glass of wine. Love you. Bye. (laughs) I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic. A North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.